I don't know if the Bible says it, but it's, it's somewhere it says in the last days we'll become lovers of ourselves. The number one photograph now is a self. Selfie. E. Yeah. Learning the ability to be selfless. I think that's that's arguably the biggest life lesson because it, it cuts across everything, probably more than anything. Good morning, good evening, and possibly even good afternoon. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, and whenever you are listening to this, I thank you and I welcome you in to another edition of the Shallow Oceans Podcast. I am a mere mortal man simply enjoying this experience we call life, constantly challenging his morals and beliefs at every waking moment and constantly pushing forward to a brighter, unplugged day. And somebody who has been so far past the ice walls, he's come back to let you know that in a world that seems so vast, it's really not as deep as you think. And tonight's topic is probably one of the most challenging things we face every single day, within every single action, within every single thought, and ultimately, the way we want to sculpt and mold every attribute of our life and the future we wish to endeavor into. Tonight's topic is quite simple and it's a double-sided coin. The same coin with two different sides. Selfish or selfless. Two polar opposites to the same thing. And they both come down to you. And ultimately, it defines who you are, what you will become in this life, and the ultimate attribute of not only your perspective growth, but the type of environment you will eventually be a part of. Really grasp that simple concept. Your mind is the creation of your reality. The thoughts you have are not only yours. We are one conjointed and connected consciousness, just like the internet. Everybody does not have their own individual internets to connect to. Sure, we might have our own providers, we might have our own services and gigabyte rate for download speed and upload speed, etc. Some gamers have microfiber or whatever it's called, fiberglass, whatever. There's so many different types to connect to it, but it's ultimately all one source and one place that it's connected to. The same thing happens with yourself. Your mindset and how you live your life will ultimately dictate what the world will be that you are in. So now... You have the coin with you every single moment of the day. And on one side, it says selfish, which I don't think I have to specify too much, but I'm going to because I think I really want you to understand what it means. Selfish is totally self itself. That means everything that you do, you think, you say, you revolve around your mindset, your persona, your values, what you wish to accomplish, obtain, everything is for you. The other side is selfless. Less self equals selfless. This side 
is one of the most rarest chosen sides, and ultimately seems to be one of the most negated because it feels like so many people do away with it entirely and get a double-sided same coin with just selfish on it. Selfless is probably one of the things that is literally the hardest to obtain in this life. And I'm talking about every single attribute of life itself. Imagine letting somebody else do something over you. Imagine choosing somebody else over yourself. Imagine doing something that will better somebody else over yourself. Do you see where this is going? Yourself is put second, if not at all. The values of what you wish to obtain in this life are less benefiting of you and the ultimate reality of your consciousness. Because again, you have to remember, some people from a lower vibrational standpoint will see the choices you make as selfish, but neglectedly and neglectingly, they have not truly understood the value of what you are trying to attune and obtain. That's why I've told people in so many attributes of this show, yourself is the most important thing, so stop focusing on it. Kind of interesting of a concept, isn't it? When you stop putting yourself first and start attuning to what you are, you can slowly start to obtain something, which I wish to in this life, which is called unconditional love. Most people, if not all, are only going to experience that through their mother because they birthed you and they want to see the best for you in most attributes. I think we can carry that into so many more perspectives of our life without even truly hurting ourselves. There's so many different brackets attached to it. That's why it is so hard to choose that side of the coin. Most people will just flip it until they keep getting what they want to see, which is selfish again. Most people don't even flip the coin anymore. It's just stuck on one side. That is why a capitalistic society is detrimental to our overall growth of consciousness and perspective of what we wish to attune to, which should be a higher anointed level of understanding. So we no longer have to be under anything anymore. Now we just totally understand. We don't even have to talk anymore. We truly know what is going to be said. I don't even have to have you do anything, but I feel your presence. I may be across the world from you, but you feel what I'm saying to you. It sounds like I'm right next to you. Turn around quick, I am. <laughs> That's what this is. And this why this show is probably one of the most important ones I've done in a long time. Too many of us are stuck in the world of being selfish. And that is, again, why a capitalistic society sucks ass. The whole entirety of here is dog-eat-dog world. If you don't work hard enough, somebody else is. If you're not talented enough, somebody else is. If you don't work at it strong enough or practice enough or do this enough, somebody else is. I hate that mindset. And there's not many things I hate in this life. Probably nothing. So I can't even hate that. Well, that was a fun rift. <laughs> I'm being real with you, okay? Let's just be honest and open and just say, I dislike it heavily then, okay? I don't have room for hate in my heart anymore. I dislike it so much because it trains you to believe that you need to obtain everything yourself, everything in this life you can have, which isn't wrong, but you're getting lost in the sauce. And I'm talking about the fact that you're divulging yourself into a physical reality. Don't get me wrong. There's so many things attuned that physical can grant you, but the most powerful things that will elevate you and awaken you through the rise of your chakra, through the open atonement of your conscious levels and the pineal gland finally elevating itself to a level of attunement to receive frequencies it needs, 
You have to stop chasing worldly things. And you also have to stop doing the best for yourself, even as crazy as that sounds. Do you know what's easier for me? Going to Jack in the Box, Del Taco, what else do we got that's close by? Miguel's Jr., um, Carl's Jr., whatever. All of these fast food places, that would be the easiest thing for me. And guess what? It would taste delicious. But it would hamper me, hurt me, and toxify me very quickly. Do you know what's the hardest choice to do? Spending hard-earned money on shit that should be free. Fruits, vegetables, and water. Interesting. But guess what? I have to do it. I have to. There's no way I would ever be able to give you this precedented notion of my thought processy and processing if I wasn't giving you the true atonement of myself and awakening who I am. The only way I was able to do this, if you really want to know the secret sauce, you stop doing things that you enjoy. Truly. That's why I went celibate for a long time. That's why I decided to stay solo for such a long time. That's why I gave up so many worldly things that my body was pulled to. Because it was using me and I was being selfish. Recently, I've been challenged more than ever before. And it's amazing how much within it, I've still remained selfless. That's an interesting thing. But I'd be selfish to say that I didn't want some things. <laughs> and I do. It's the human experience, right? So don't think I'm telling you you have to give up everything. Don't think I'm trying to sit here and sound like a pastor at a church telling you, you will go to hell if you do not baptize yourself. Come to this every Sunday. Worship in loudness, not in silence. And you make sure you donate 5% of your check every month. Oh, you're going to hell. That's not how this works, okay? I'm not telling you that you can't do things that are still enjoyable. I like going on hikes because I know it connects me to the world. I like talking to people that really challenge my mind. It connects me to the world. I want to be challenged more so than ever to see if I can truly love somebody wholly, divinely, divine. I guess you can say divinely because I feel like there should be a new word. So much inclusiveness within it that I truly love somebody for who they are and want to never own them. I never want to make them do anything outside of them being their best self. And in doing so, I feel like it will attract them more to me. Because guess what? I don't want to do things that you do not wish for. But then when you ask me to do things that you do wish for, mamacita, mm, not to open Pandora's box. And there's no way to close that again. So be prepared. <laughs> I know I am. I think it's kind of crazy to find like the actual line of how to truly divulge into things that make you selfish or selfless, right? Now, when I think about it, you kind of just have to really focus on the things that you're doing to overall better yourself in a positive notion, and it's not negatively affecting others. That's a pretty good guidestone to know if something is truly selfless. For example, if I'm driving to work, going to the studios, and I just pulled out, let's say, $500 from a cash register or from an ATM, whatever it is. I wanted to have some cash on me for the weekend. I pull up somewhere and I see this elderly lady holding a sign saying, I just want to get some food. How hard would it be for me to give her $20? Not hard at all. Do I have to post it on social media and flex everybody and say, hey, grandma, look in this envelope and look at the camera. $100. Oh, my God. I'm a good dude. Okay, that's that's selfish. The selfless thing. Is just to ask, are you okay? Would this help in some way? I have some water and fruit in the back. Would you like that as well? That's selfless. Because sure, I could have used that water. I could have definitely used the fruit. And sure, 20 bucks goes a long way in today's society. But I can give it away. So I'll do it because that's the selfless thing to do. 
Sure, I know I'm in a rush. My gosh, I'm probably going to be late to whatever I have to go to because somebody wanted to talk to me. Somebody asked me out of Sprouts, how do I do what I do to look the way I do? And we ended up talking for 15 minutes. And it left such an impact on him, he listens to the show now probably. Hi, thank you for listening. <laughs> That's a selfless thing to do. What would have been selfish is me saying, piss off. Who are you? Go look it up. I got stuff to do. Don't you know who I am? I'm nobody. That's the selfless answer to say. When somebody tries to come at you and disrespect you, let them. Why does it affect you? If you respect yourself, why does the world outside matter what it thinks about you? If you found somebody that you can hold so closely, so deeply, and you guys literally become a reflection of one another, why would you care what anybody tells you about them? Don't you think you know them better than they do? And I'm not saying that an open perspective is not enjoyable or actually beneficial, because it is very selfless to remove yourself and let somebody else see it and give you a perspective. But still remember you are the person that's prevalent within it. The selfish thing would be to only listen to other people and following their advice, because then you don't have to make a choice, which makes it easier on you. Seems like the selfish thing to do, doesn't it? Same with life itself and making some of the hardest choices in life. For myself, every major event I've ever made in my life, all the time was always selfless. There was only one time I finally did something for myself and it still wasn't even selfish. It's kind of crazy to think about. When I moved out for the first time, it was for my ex. When I took a job that was literally the hardest job I've ever had in my life, physical labor, including with, uh, geez, dude, personal scheduling, finances, uh, dude, management of people that were coming like, oh, dude, custodians, uh, maids, electricians, whatever. I was doing so much at such a young age. I didn't want to do it at all in this sense because that was just so much and I had to give up my whole life. But it was for somebody else and I wanted to help them. <sighs> the shows I've done, Three Peeps in a Pod, Weeb Nation, all of them were to help somebody else find purpose and to help them find value and to do something else that they've never done. Most women I've met in my life that I've talked to, I end up healing them so much I never asked them for anything, and it ultimately pushed them away. But were they really meant for me if that's how it was? There's so many people who have said that nice guys finish last, right? I can see why. Because the nice guys, it's kind of hard for them to always step up when they need to. To do the right things in the moment to shine. Because they can get so lost in the waters of selflessness, you almost forget to stand up once in a while, and you almost miss your stop most of the time. That's why it's one of the hardest things to really decide is which way to go. And from a physical attribute, and from an earthly level, and somebody who is very plugged in, right, to money, finances, future perspective, whatever it is, the selfish mindset always wins. So sure, back when I moved out from my ex at the time, because she had nowhere to go, and I wanted to give her a home, I could have said F off. I could have said, I'm good. I could have said, figure it out yourself and continued in schooling and became a lawyer or who knows what else, maybe politician at this point. But that wouldn't have been me. And I would have missed out on some beautiful opportunities that all came from it. I could have easily said no to that job. I could have easily said no to all of these women that I was interested in at the time. 
I could have said no to the two most important people of my life. And what would have happened? Probably wouldn't be sitting here in front of you doing a show that truly is selfless. I'm putting all of me inside of these shows every single night. I'm reflecting you in the best way possible to let you know you are worth making hard choices, to take a leap of faith, to climb higher than you ever thought possible because you were just, in a sense, didn't even realize being selfish in a wrong way. And selfish to yourself. Really think about that concept. That's a whole nother level of selfish. That's like selfishnessness. I don't even What's the plural for that? Selfishness? Because think about it. When you're selfish, you're doing things for yourself. But what if you're so selfish, you do things against yourself that were supposed to be for yourself? Well, wait, Alex, isn't that called selfless? Almost. But the intention wasn't there. So it got misconstrued and ended up backfiring when it was really easy the first time. It may seem again that it can be kind of hard to really disassociate, right? And to know the best ways to handle yourself within life and moving forward. Well, if I can be honest with you, one of the biggest things I had to decide was where I was going to move, moving forward with my home. Because when my mother and father split up, they had an agreement that once my sister went to college, they either had to sell the house and split the money, or one had to buy out the other. Well, COVID hit. Times got very weird. A lot of people lost their jobs, and my mother was all alone here in this country. I could have left. I could be in a different state. I could be chasing... God knows what I could be doing with my voice and other stuff right now. But that would have been selfish. The selfless thing would have been to stay for somebody who needed me most. And it's wild that people will see that and think of it as such a negative factor. Don't worry about judges, okay? For some reason, I don't know why Judge Judy should be the probably only one judging, but even her too, man. Like, at the end of the day, who are we to, to speak on somebody else's life or what they must do? So to do that, it really taught me a lot of myself and showed me a lot of my value. And that's where I fell in love with being selfless. I think that's the attunement that is always preached about in being Christly, Christ-like, Christ-anointedness, becoming in your highest root chakra, attuning with your crown, allowing yourself to not be worried about self. And trust me when I say, when you're selfless, it doesn't mean you're going to be taken advantage of. No, that's not how this works. It means you help those who need it most. But God forbid, I mean, you can help and give a little bit too much at times, but you are just at the point of somebody's just misusing you, abusing you, directing you. I mean, for God's sakes, just pushing whatever they want onto you. I don't even think that comes down to selfless or selfless, selfish or selfless. I think that's just ignorance at that point. I think that self-consciousness, if we really want to be open, that's just at the point where you just really don't even know what you are anymore. And that's a scary place to be. I see a lot of people like that. That's why I've noticed so many people are kind of drawn to me in just normal conversations. Because, I mean, think about it this way. Just stopping and smiling at somebody and saying hello could introduce you to such an interesting conversation. I was hiking this beautiful place today, Skyline. And on my way down, there was this older lady walking a beautiful pup. It looked like a, misc a mix of husky and a shepherd or something. It was such a dope mix. All white, blue eyes. And so I stopped and we talked to the pup. And when we were talking to the pup, the old lady was so happy. She, she got to talk to somebody. 
She's pulling up her phone and pictures of old dogs, and she was truly enjoying the moment because even she said, the dog's walking me, the dog's saving me. And we really don't know how many people are really lonely out there. How many people don't have somebody to just call or to talk to. So who am I to push you away? Who am I to be selfish and say, ah, I don't want to listen to the same thing over and over again. This person never has anything to say. They're just talking about work, talking about this, always low energy, talking about Putin, talking about Trump. Did you ever really listen, though, to how they're saying it? Are they just somebody who's negative and just wants to, you know, be a douche? Stand out, be a contrarian, or just trying to be like, you know, the flexor, selfish, I'm a tough guy? Or are they really just trying to ask for help in their own way? It takes a selfless person to really see what's in front of us and to really listen to the noise. I've talked about this in a video, and there's a reason why ringing in your ear happens. It's because you're starting to get closer to attunement. And so when ringing becomes more prevalent, no, it's not a type of sickness. It's not like an infection in your ear. You would know. It'd be painful, okay? Ringing is not painful. Ringing is a frequency. There is something resonating with you that is attuning to you and elevating your mindset. Do not be afraid of it. Do not go to a doctor for it. Trust me. The fact the frequency is vibrating with you, go outside and ground and stare at the sun. I bet you you're going to figure something out. There are so many things that I have come to realization about. I can't even tell you guys. It's against the code. That's how crazy this all is. And that's why I'm selfless in trying to hide information within what I say to you and giving you the keys to success of not only mental preparation, physical attributes of strength and wellness of your body, but also the mental uh, cognitive ability you need and the fortitude to not fall for things that will try to take from you. There are so many things in this world we cannot see. So just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not real. Just because you can't feel something doesn't mean it's not there. You have so much potential inside of you, you just keep landing on the selfish side of your life. And so you push people away without even seeing it and then blame them. You get into a weird relationship and see the wrong side of it and blame them. You start to have a fallout with work or the world or your car or food or health, whatever, and you blame somebody else. It's not my fault. The victim mentality is being selfish. Do you not see this yet? Imagine blaming somebody else for your faults. That relationship that was not doing well, yeah, I, I joined that. That was my bad. I didn't pick correctly. Oh, that job that's dicking me over? That's my bad. I'm working too hard for a job that can replace me tomorrow. That friend that keeps stealing from me, taking from me, abusing me, mentally distorting me? I chose that friend. We all have self-blame and self-accountability creates truly a utopia for yourself. Because imagine taking responsibility for everything in your life. Damn. Do you know that you could change everything then? Do you know how crazy it is to think that? To know that if you truly, and I mean divinely, divinity, it's uh, everything, right? Truly access yourself to the acceptance of knowing you are the one that controls everything in your life. That's how you start to lose control. Because now you know none of it matters. You are the one who ultimately decides it all at the end of the day. So don't blame anybody. It's out of your control. See how this is like, it sounds so wild, but it's that simple. Your choices are what define who you are. 
So don't negate them. Don't neglect them. You're going to get some blessings that pop out of nowhere. I'm talking about some things that seem so out of left field. Like it seems like literally creation itself just boop, popped in in front of you. But if you're selfish, you won't see it. It takes a selfless person to see these things. Because you remove yourself and see what is. The ego, pride, wrath, all of these things are filled within you because of selfish tendencies. It's not hard to fight them. I mean, for God's sakes, at the bare minimum, at least try to negate them. I know it's tough to not flip the coin. We do it very regularly on every decision. It's tough to not interject our own thoughts and opinions in people's perspectives when they truly are just asking for guidance. It's really tough. I know it is. Shoot, man, it's hard enough for me to guide you all without trying to give you the true formula for the secrets, right? The secret sauce, the secret Krabby Patty formula. Which, by the way, if you don't know, it's crabs. Like, literally, Mr. Krabs is the only crab in Bikini Bottom because all of the other crabs were taken out to make Krabby Patties. That's why they're called Krabby Patties. Sorry to spoil your childhood. I think, though, it can be so much easier to decipher the things you need to do, right? So, what I would recommend... And this is something that I think will ultimately help your life tenfold. Rather than constantly flipping the coin and hoping it lands on what you wish to do or keep flipping the coin until it finds you on the position you want it to be, how about you just put the coin down and start deciding to live in one attribute or another? And I mean entirely. So if you choose to be a selfish person, okay, know that you will probably accomplish a lot in this life in a physical attribute. You will probably find financial freedom, wealth, riches, uh, let's see, advancement within a career, probably even attaining some of the most, oh man, things that most people would be scared to obtain because you think you're the shit and you deserve it. Probably even more of a plugged in mindset of thinking the world truly revolves around you and everything should be decided by you. These are my responsibilities. This is what I ask for. This is what I want from you. And basically confining yourself into a place where you're just going to find a lot of things that echo your opinion. And you become in an echo chamber where it gets really scary because then you get full of political bias. You get full of existential crises of basically thinking crises, the world is going to end. When in factuality, it's never going to end. This thing is infinite. We are placed in a place that has always been placed. So now we are just placed again. It's not how it works. Selfish tendencies will ultimately lead you to a quote-unquote safer life and also truly a victim mentality where it's the world's fault, not mine. I'm the shit. She fucked up. That wasn't on me. She should have known better. That's not on me to fix that. That's him for his fault. He should have known better. He should have known the friend he had. He should have known the person he had in front of him. That job should have known my value. I mean, yo, if that's what gets you by and literally elevates you and makes you happy, who am I again to dictate you in any direction or notion? I'm simply telling you that if you take a step back and really do selfless tendencies and find the things that will better yourself but also help the world around you in reality by elevating yourself to a higher frequency so you can attune to the thing that you've always been meant to do because your purpose and presence is actually one of the most prevalent things and if you do not do that and denounce your calling that you will actually lower the value of existential overall growth of heightening the ability of all of us to rise our kundalini energy... If you choose to be selfish and not do your calling, trust me, it's your choice. Ain't nobody forcing you. But I have a feeling that if you continue the selfless route, it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. You're going to lose so many people, so many things. And honestly, you might almost feel like giving up. Kind of crazy like the book of Job. 
But what's wild about it is, you can't really lose the most important things if you know what they are. If you know your value, how can anybody take that from you? I know they try to convince us and say, go to school, get a degree, nobody can take the degree from you. Um, yeah, you, you can, you can burn it, you can <laughs> delete it. But when you know self-value and self-worth, and I mean the true attunement to self again, right? Where I'm talking about, you're able to look into a mirror and not think twice about what you see. It doesn't even affect you because the physical attributes that you see and reflect from, they're not meant for you. They're meant for somebody else to see. That's why you don't see it unless you look for it. Looks are not for you. It is for somebody else that will basically connect with. And trust me when I say, I know I see it when I look at somebody. I know I do. It's inevitable. It pulls to me. It calls to me. It literally is the fiber of my being and it, it's going to help me find unconditional love. Why would I be selfish about it and say, hey, yeah, you know, I could do better. Shit, man. I've seen how these women look at me. Shoot, I'm at the gym all the time. Uh, yeah, I'm at the gym because I'm trying to escape the body. Make that make sense. The fact that I'm in my Roman God time with my body, why is it that in the time where I have the best physical attribute I've ever had, I care about it the least that I've ever done? I don't even take pictures of myself. Do you know how easy it would be to start like a fitness page or something right now? But what does that benefit? It's not for the world. It's for me. I'm doing this to escape it. It's selfless. So if somebody else appreciates the body that I've earned, take it. I'll show it for you. <laughs> I mean, only you. You know what I'm saying. But the fact is, that's why it's so important to be selfless. Because then you can remove yourself from situations and openly guide somebody to the best attribute of what will benefit them. And it's crazy what you'll see the growth from. It's almost unbelievable how much it will change the world and your reality around you. And it will lead you into places that you would have never gotten to selfishly. Trust me when I say that. There are people in this world that are waiting for you, but they need you to sacrifice everything to get to them. Can you do it? Can you make the hardest choice in your life to be at the most pinnacle place of unconditional love? If you told me I had to wait till I was 70 years old to maybe finally meet that person, I'd give you an extra five. I'd take good enough care of myself. I'll be here for a while. For me, time is nothing. I'm not fighting for more time. I don't eat healthy to live longer. I'm doing it to be wiser, more attuned now. I don't want to have things stopping my mindset, blocking my thought process. I don't want things that fog my brain. And that happens all the time. And people think it's like a weird, normal thing. No, it's not. You should be able to attune. Everybody should be able to talk like me as fast as I do. Be able to recite things that are almost like soliloquies and poetry. It should be very easy and necessitable. Or what is it? Accessible. There we go. Didn't help my case right there. <laughs> but I want to challenge you. Because I think we don't challenge ourselves enough. So I know I like to say, when was the last time you did something for the first time? I want to challenge you. The next time you're faced with a situation, whether it be mental, physical, I mean, situational, relationship, whatever it is, right? Anytime you're faced with the next decision to be made and your instant thing or the one you would have done or thought of doing is more selfish, choose the other side for me, please, and see what happens. Now, that means something crazy is going to take place in front of you. Not only are you going to go against the way the world has built up your persona and your mindset and the way that you believe you need to handle situations, you're finally going to listen to yourself 
and see what your self needs. That's what's wild to me. Selfish choices are to overall benefit the growth of only yourself. Decisions for self that benefit the world around it is a selfless choice. Choosing to remove yourself from a situation that is not good for you is selfless. Think about that concept. You're probably sitting here thinking, well, how is that possible? I had to let somebody else down. I had to let somebody else go. Did you? Did you really? Because I'm pretty sure if you're listening to what I'm saying, it wasn't letting them go. It was letting yourself go to finally be yourself again. If you're not at your highest point, are you really doing something for somebody else? I think that's a fair question. People say all the time, well, you know, never really had much self-love, but as soon as I met Rebecca, I fell in love with her and she showed me how to love myself. Okay, I can get the concept of it. I see how powerful that is. And if Rebecca is truly selfless, okay, then I can see where there's some kind of formatic building blocks here, right? But I think truly, and really divulge into this concept, this might be some peeping on some game here. When you love yourself so truly and wholly, and you know the value and the mindset you have, you are very comfortable in waiting to give it to somebody who truly sees it. And that's when somebody sees how selfless you are, it literally fills them with so much love to know they've found somebody who would literally give the world to save everybody. And that, that world is them, because we really only run ourselves. Imagine finding somebody who would sacrifice himself for everybody. Yeah, I think we did. I think they're in a book. I think it's one of the best stories ever told. Can you imagine finding that person and falling unconditionally in love with them? I think that's powerful, man. It gives me, makes my hands clammy. <laughs> it's kind of wild to think about. So the more you try to process how you can make yourself less selfish, right? Stop trying to make instant decisions that benefit you. So say you're out with people and they want to go eat. Don't pick a place. Let them choose. If they ask for your opinion, give some, but don't pick it. When they ask you to tell them what they should do, don't tell them. Ask for what they're going through and give them a mindset of what you see and what situations are and where it could benefit them. Because if you decide something for somebody who needs that help, it is you deciding and ultimately could lead to a backtrack of them being very upset about it. Sad. There's so many things, man. It, it, it's just you have to help people find their own way. And in doing so, it paves so much more potential of like new freeway, right? For new roads for people to go down. If we're all following the same path, it's going to get crowded after a while. There needs to be people that go a separate way to make new routes for people to follow. That's the point of being somebody who is philosophical, to be a philosopher, to challenge concepts of what it means to do anything. I'm doing it now with this show. I'm trying to challenge my mind on a free-flowing platform with nothing prepared, no idealistic uh, or ideologies or even belief systems. I'm literally trying to, I hope I basically almost contradict myself at times because that means at least I'm trying to grow and I'm trying to find a way to flow with it because if I'm not attuned to something that I'm just literally sitting here in a box by myself yelling at nobody and that's terrible I shouldn't yell at you and you're not nobody that'd be a very selfish thing for me to do is to do this just to benefit and get fame if that was the case trust me I'd be doing this show completely different but what's the point what fame am I chasing I'm nobody and I don't want people to act like I'm somebody crazy like that I just want to find myself in this world. And in doing so, I think that's through being selfless. 
from giving more to others when I have not enough for myself. And I do it often. Shoot, I'll make food that takes me hours of time, bring it to the studios, and give it to a lot of people, and then barely have any left for myself. Why not? People tell me all the time, oh, I don't want to take your food. It's not mine. It's None of this is mine. I just wanted to share the gift I have. And if people really cherish it, I feel like it comes back to you. See, that's another thing, too. Don't try to act like your selflessness is like actually truly selfless because most of the time it's like for that karmatic system you're trying to obtain. And I think that's low energy. I think that's selfish. To like where you do good stuff just so good comes back to you and then you have that mindset too. I do so much good. I can't wait for good to come back to me. I just put it in the world and it comes back tenfold. Expect nothing. Expect nothing to come back to you. If anything, expect it to be even harder the next time. I want you to really challenge yourself and to see if you have the potential and the cadence to really kick ass in those moments. I'm just saying, man, there's something there that really seems to be the calling of the wild, right? Like it seems to call me in so many directions to just let you know it's time to be less self. It's how you become selfless. Stop worrying about what you see when you look at yourself. Somebody will love you for you. And I promise you, they won't ask you to be anything else. Stop worrying about these jobs that aren't accepting your applications or whatnot. It's just not meant for you. It's really that simple. The things that are meant for you, they're not gonna run away from you, okay? I've learned this myself over so many years of practice of being selfless. The things that are meant for you will stay. I really mean that. They're not gonna run away from you. Think of it as, <laughs> shout outs to Marley. My pup, right? The pup I had for over 14, 15 years. No matter how much time and space was between us, he was always waiting for me. That's really meant to be. People in your life will not leave you if it is good for both of you, and they see how much you give to others. It inspires them to be more like you. And so in doing so, they want to be with you. And that's what's crazy is you guys become so selfless together, it's literally going to turn into unconditional love and you guys are going to experience the most incredible times together because you're going to challenge each other you're going to grow become so free and it's it's scary it really is to think about how simple this has always been the selfish tendencies oh i don't want you to be with anybody else you're mine <laughs> i shouldn't have to ask you that it should just happen why do i have to say things that we should know is instinctual to us do flowers look for different suns? No, it only needs one. <laughs> Do we look for multiple moons? No, there's only one. That's all this is, man. Stop making contracts. Stop being selfish. Stop thinking you demand things from people or you know what these people are, how they need to act. None of this shit is real. We're all robots and we're following this effed up matrix system schematics of how we need to program ourselves and others and what we value in each other. It's honestly disgusting. Because if you saw somebody for who they are, truly inside, man, it's captivating. It literally will transcend your even mortal sense. It'll fill you with so much, you won't even know what to say. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> and that's what's even wilder about this is, I'm trying to obtain a place where I don't even need social media eventually. To where I've made so much of myself and I'm off grid and I have this beautiful land to live off of that's self-sustainable. You can just come over to me and just listen to me speak. And if you need help, you know where I'm at.
I feel like that's amazing because then people who truly cherish you and need you will come to you. Otherwise, why would I need you to force anything? Why would I need to say anything that'll make you better? I just want to be me, man. And in doing so, I keep finding less of myself in selflessness. And that's where I've always been, hiding within all of it, waiting to let go. I think that's the key to all of this, if you really want me to give you my final thoughts. If you really truly want to find somebody to be unconditionally loving with, don't ask anything from them. Just enjoy them. Trust me, I've seen it too. I might get a little excited. I might ask for some things as well. I may even make promises that I know I can't keep because you don't want me to. So I think that's the fun part, is just knowing that you can have fun with each other and mean nothing truly negative inside of it or malice or even hypocritical. Nothing but love and truth. That's all you need. We only need one in this life. That's why we live in one body. You only need one body to live with. When you find that, it'll fill every part of you. Please rem remember this when I say this, and I only say this because I love you. You don't need to have a hoe phase. I had a hoe phase. It was a waste of a phase. I should have been more connected with myself that time. I gave myself to too many people, and I had to clean myself. That's why I removed myself for so long, because now when I have that person who comes around me again, they're going to get all of me, and I will ask for nothing in return. Besides a naked body with a lot of apples on top. That really sounds heavenly the more I think about it. Dear God. <sighs> so if I don't see you? <laughs> I really can't leave you off of that, can I? Nah, that sounded selfish. Well, actually, it's selfless. It's very selfless. Because I can't let those apples go to waste. And I can't let your hard-earned body, that sensually tasty body, go to waste. <laughs> Stop flipping the coin, okay? Just enjoy yourself, enjoy the moments, and enjoy the people who come into your life. Do not ask them to stay, because most of them are not supposed to. The ones who do, you'll know who they are. They'll resonate with your soul. They'll say things that literally transcend the human limitation, and then when they say nothing, it excites you that much more. Go enjoy your bunny phase with them. You'll have a good time. <laughs> so if I don't see you, good afternoon, Good evening and good night. Love.